That was the Eagles with Lying Eyes. So this week for our podcast, I was kind of going back in time and remembering a time period where there was some outrage that went on. Do you remember this? To just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And of course, at that time, there was such outrage about her making those comments. To their benefit, sure. but I can't imagine it was planned where, let's call half of Trump supporters, which is, you know, almost half of those who are going to vote. 40 they million say, people. Yeah, let's call them horrible people. And when she said, they are not America, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Does that mean if she's president, she doesn't care about me? I think. But don't what However, if you remember at that time, people started to take that as a badge of honor. People began to print t-shirts, coffee mugs about being proud to be called one of the deplorables. But I thought, you know, maybe it wasn't the most appropriate thing to say, but let's kind of review and look at how people have been with Trump since he's been elected and some of the feelings that they have about him as president. But before I do that, let's look at how they define deplorable. In the dictionary, they define deplorable as deserving censure or contempt. So as we look at some of the comments that people have made supporters of Trump over the past few years, let's see if that fits into that definition. I have to thank Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show for some of the interviews that he did and to hear some of the comments some Trump supporters have made over the years. Now, some people would complain, well, you know, it's a comedy show and they're going to look for the worst of the worst. But I really don't think they're that far-fetched. And the reason I say that is because in discussions I've had over the past few years with people that have been supportive of Trump, they're really kind of the comments that I've heard from them in their defense of him. So the first one we're going to listen to is one talking about Obama. Barack Obama had a big part of 9-11. Which part? Not being around, always on vacation, never in the office. Why do you think Barack Obama wasn't in the Oval Office on 9-11? That I don't know. We'd like to get to the bottom of that. We don't even know if he's a citizen. Yeah, if you, if you don't look at the birth certificate, there's almost no evidence there. Exactly. So there's nothing Barack Obama could do to prove that he was born here? Uh, if there was maybe witnesses that were attendants at his birth, like yeah. his mother? Would you listen to no. his mother? No. no, no. She has motivation to lie. So you don't trust uh, Donald Trump's birth certificate either? Uh, yeah, because he's been here forever. Well, how do you know? But how do you? What's your proof? Um, well, his parents and. But no, but they they're biased. I'm talking about like people who could Why be. Why would the they be biased? Well, like I'm just using your logic okay. against you. Okay. Outside of having no proof, what proof do you have? I don't have any. You don't have any proof. My opinion. Your opinion. And what's your source? Um, just Facebook or Twitter. I mean, I, everything. And I. So you'll look at like facts and bull. And you'll put it all together. Exactly. Obama is a Muslim. He's a terrorist. Nobody will ever tell me different. Do I have proof? No. Do I have articles? No. But your mind is made up without any information. My mind is made up. I can't tell you how many discussions I've got in with people that support Trump, who anytime Obama's mentioned, there's always 
nothing right with him. It's either his policies, even though he may not have even been involved in a situation, or, sorry to say, the color of his skin. Now, oftentimes, there's a clarification about that. They'll often say, well, I'm not prejudiced, and now here comes the big word, but, and then they'll fill in the blank. So it's interesting that everything that has gone wrong in this country tends to be Obama's fault, and everything that has gone right in this country tends to be because of the wonderful job that Trump has done. But it's not just about Obama. There's other things that they love to express their opinions of. Let's take a listen to another one. Fill in the blank for me. Two men getting married is blank. Disgusting. Actually, the answer is legal in the United States. Oh, it's legal, but I don't like it. Do you think a gay couple should have the same rights as a... No, I don't. I really don't. I don't think it's fair. To the gay couple? Well, no, but the regular couple, they work so hard, you know, and the gay couple, they want more. Do you, when you say more, do you mean equal? Yeah, they want equal in that. And that's just too much. Yeah. Now, some people will argue that I'm only picking these because they kind of point out the outrageousness, perhaps, of some Trump supporters. But I chose these because they tend to be kind of the things that I've heard in discussions that I've actually had with Trump supporters. Oftentimes I hear the big rah-rah cheer for freedom and democracy in this country, but it tends to be more freedom and so-called democracy if you're a certain type of person. So if you tend to be white, male, and occasionally female, you have certain rights, except perhaps if you're gay. Then that's a different story. And what about a woman's role as a president? How did you think most of them would feel? Let's listen in. Can a woman be president? The presidency is a man's job. I have women are qualified to be president. No. A female has more hormones. She could start a war in 10 seconds. If she has hot flashes, whatever, boom. Haven't all wars been started by men? Mm. Yes. Whenever I hear president, I think of man. It's a man's job. What, what, what sort of, I may be... Uh, Close-minded. No, yeah, well, no. Um, Misogynistic? <laughs> no. You're voting against your own interests. That's it. Thank you very much. And what about the way women are treated? So we were talking about treating women with respect. It's an American ideal that we treat women with respect. You gotta give me the back of that shirt one more time. That's too much fun. Trump that bitch! <laughs> we don't even see the irony in it. I love it. Thank you. It's locker room talk. That's what boys do. He didn't what? do it. Well, I don't, I don't talk like that. Well... Do you have any children? I do. Do they talk like that? No, they don't. So not those boys? Well, no, not those boys. Do you have a husband? Boys. I do. Does he talk like that? No. Well, not that boy. No. Is that how you talk? Well, no, but I feel like he, he says... Is that like... how your dad talks? Well, no, but... Is that like your pastor talks? No, not necessarily. So who talks like that? Uh, well, obviously Donald Trump. I was stupid bragging men talk. Yeah. Men brag. We brag, right? You brag a bit, right? Um, not exactly, but I know quite a few people that do. So as I went back and listened to these clips, 
I was trying to kind of identify what, what do you call this? And the best way I could describe it is the fog of Trump. It's as if they're lost in this fog and it's really obscured their view of things. And so they really can't see things clearly. And when you try to have a discussion about things, well, if you point out any kind of so-called facts in their eyes, it's all fake news. I would say the swamp, the fake news media like CNN, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, Washington Post, Keep it coming. New York Times. More. Just anything you don't like, Fox. just add it to the list. Uh, you name it. Yeah, I mean, you name it. Well, that's off the top of yeah, my head. I'm asking but... you. Anybody else that doesn't share your worldview, you want to just shout out right now? Uh, so anybody you went to high school with? My man right here knows what it's all about. Show us. Yeah, this right here, it is the real fake news. We know the fake news is real. Ironic, isn't it? The fake news is real. And don't get them started on the impeachment. Defense. I've read the transcript for, verba not verbatim, but I've read the transcript, meaning like I've watched everybody read it on the news. I that, haven't that, seen the transcript. You know that's not what reading the transcript means. But you watch people read the transcript. Right, I haven't personally read the transcript. Have you read the transcript? No. <laughs> it is, I, I have. Spoiler alert, he asked a foreign country to interfere in our election. I think the impeachment trial itself is a joke, period. It's a shit show. We think it's a complete sham. He what? hasn't done anything wrong. How did we get here with no evidence? He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Very right? well said. Well, that's it, right? He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. So we should let everybody testify. Correct. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. No. 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 Do you think John Bolton should testify? No. Why not? Well, he could testify, but I think he's uh, vengeful for getting fired from his job. I think he's a liar. John Bolton's a liar. Absolutely. There should be a system set up where he takes an oath, and then under oath he tells the truth. Otherwise, he's punished. I think there should be, yes. And maybe there's a judge who's put in charge, like the highest judge in the land. Right. Appointed by a Republican. And then we could all see what he has to say. Would you be for a system like that? Sure. There's no crime that's been, um, there's no a crime that he's been accused of. What does that mean? What? What do you, what do you mean? They've not made an accusation or um, brought an actual uh, penal code. Um, yeah. You can tell he hasn't done anything wrong just by uh, his demeanor. I mean, he would be trying to hide things. If you were blocking witnesses or evidence or something like that, you'd be like, oh, you're hiding something. But right. otherwise. Right. Act He's saying, let him, let him see everything. Let him see everything. I'll prove whatever you want, want me to prove. Right. But Trump is blocking witnesses. I don't care. Oh. But we were saying earlier that if you're blocking something, it shows that you have something to hide. Didn't Obama hide his birth certificate? He did. And Trump found that thing. And it said he was an American citizen. Yeah. I know. So, so. so who's got egg on their face? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who has egg on their face? Well. And kind of as I said before, when in doubt, turn it back into something about Obama. Another thing was, in my previous podcast, I talked about the Christian right and their support of Trump and kind of their supportive hatred. And it was like, really, what is it about him? How is it that they can support a man like him? So here's some thinking on that matter. He represents the godly people of the United States of America. You think he's always acted like a, a good Christian? Absolutely. Yeah. 
How can you build that kind of empire if you're not praying to God for good things every day? The man for this time in history, and God will use him. And I don't know that he's going to even be aware of how God is going to use him. You don't think he even knows what his relationship with God is? Absolutely, I think that. What do you think about the idea of loving thy neighbor? Uh, you don't want somebody living next door to you that's going to sneak over and murder you in your sleep. Who's going to do that? <laughs> Muslims. When I hear things like this, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. It just strikes me as... Do you hear yourself in what you're saying? I believe Donald Trump, without question, loves God. He believes in the one true God. He believes Jesus Christ is his Lord and Savior. He believes that uh, marriage is between one man and one woman. He believes that... Wait. <laughs> what? He believes marriage is between one man and one woman. Who does? Donald Trump believes one marriage is between one man and one woman. He also Until believes... Love younger woman comes along. No, 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 Trump thinks marriage is between one man and one Czech, one Slovenian, and one American, right? So your point is... This one man, one woman thing, I ran the numbers, they don't check out. Oh, it gets better. I think that when Hillary Clinton calls Donald Trump a person that does disrespects women for a woman herself, to allow her husband to disrespect her, uh, I think that's horrible. You're holding that to Hillary? What we sow is what we receive. So what's worse, Hillary allowing Bill to cheat or Donald Trump cheating? Well, I want to I want to be clear. Um, I spoke and I said Hillary Clinton has allowed anyone to do anything. Uh, Bill is his own man. But you're connecting his actions to Hillary. But because the, the, he is Hillary Clinton's husband. But you're not connecting Donald Trump's actions to Donald Trump. And I believe Donald Trump, just like any of us, when we fall, we fall to the sin. So if we can't blame Barack Obama, it must be Hillary. Who else could it be? And of course, it's just not Trump that could do no wrong in the eyes of these so-called Christians. There are others too. The Roy Moore situation can be challenging and still continue into the new year. Do you have an issue with Roy Moore? No, I don't. He's a man of God. And so definitely, like, I don't believe anything that anyone says about that. Like, I, I support him. So, so you don't believe the... The, the allegations, no. You don't believe the women? Mm -mm. No? And I'm not, like, downing any of the women that have actually been sexually assaulted. Wait, isn't that, isn't that exactly what we're doing? No, it's not. I'm not okay. saying, like, oh, like, no. No, it's a very, like, serious issue, and I and don't, definitely you, there's, there's Under no circumstance should we doubt those women no, in that sense. definitely. No. But you think about Roy Moore, it's like, uh... I just can't honestly see him as a, like, a type of man yeah, that you would doubt it. do that. Yeah, so... Yeah. But I don't want to be one of those people who just doubts women because Yeah, that's, exactly. I'm not trying to do that. No. And there's such a fine line between us. It's, it's like it's a partisan line. Right. And so if it affects the person I'm rooting for, it's like, then, then I know where I stand. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, so as you heard, if it's somebody that you're rooting for or supporting, of course, they can get away with that type of behavior. And it's really okay in your eyes. You have an excuse for them. Somehow, some way, they're innocent. And of course, one of their big rallying points also was how we lost the whole idea of wishing people Merry Christmas. 
and the outrage about that. He has actually normalized it's okay to be a Christian. I come from a Christian background, so definitely like something that's good for me because like now we get to actually celebrate like Christmas and stuff. You weren't celebrating Christmas before. No, we do, but oh. like it's like Christmas, like it's not. But like, you like oh, wouldn't get each other gifts. Oh, we do that too. Oh, so yeah, but it's what, like, were, what weren't you doing? But before? people like say you know like, Happy Holidays and other people. Like, oh, and know, that was offensive like, to you. Yeah, it's not offensive. I'm like oh, offended by so it. You, you didn't really. It wasn't even really an issue before. No, it wasn't an issue for me. But, like, but you feel good about it now that you can do it. Yeah, now it's like he's just like okay, it's Christmas, and everyone's like okay. We can feel good that it's Christmas. Again. Exactly. Even if we never felt any different before, right. it's still an issue that we can claim victory with. Right, exactly. If you can find a win, that's something that you kind of make up. Yeah. You're doing something right. Everything's a win when it's for America. Right. And besides that, the whole premise of electing Trump and re-electing Trump was and is, is to make America great again. Again. We seem to have this mythical appearance that America was great at one point and somehow we've lost our way and Trump is now going to renew this great American dream. America became, became great when the founding fathers put pen on paper in 1776 and decided to build a country based on laws. Right. That was greatness. That was awesome. Yeah. Other than the slavery, obviously, that was terrible. And the, oh, we did have that. Yeah, we did have that slavery. And the Indian thing, right? Th that was terrible. And the women's voting thing. But other than that, that was awesome. A few hiccups along the way, you know. Like, like they say, uh, you, 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 nobody uh, made it to the top without breaking a few pieces of China. You know, I think we were probably our strongest immediately post-World War II. So around the, the 1950s? Yeah, mid-40s, 50s. I mean, I think the 50s was great other than, uh, you know, segregation and women's look, rights. Look, look, we, could, we could sit here and paint negative uh, faces of, of all times in America. Correct. It's make America great again. So when, when was the last great? It's always been great. So we're, so I'm, if it's always been great, what are we trying to go back to? We're not going back. We're going forward. So I want to play some of these clips and comment on them this week to give people a chance to think about it. The next time you get in conversation with a Trump supporter to see if these conversations that you heard here, the clips that you heard, um, sound familiar. I think the conversations I've had over the past few years really are about this fog of Trump. As I mentioned in the beginning, it's his appearance as if no matter what you say, no matter what facts that you bring up, they tend to discount them as fake news. Even when Bob Woodward's book came out with the taped interviews of Trump and some of the things he was saying, particularly around COVID-19, Republicans still defend him. Lindsey Graham went on CNN and said that Trump didn't need to go on TV and scream, we're all going to die for commending the president for shutting down the economy. Tom Tillis, senator from North Carolina, said he's waiting to see the full book, but stressed the fact that in crisis situations, you don't want to create hysteria. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin told CNN he's trying not to be critical of any government officials having to make really tough decisions with imperfect information. Then there was Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana, who said the following. Senator, President Trump told Bob Woodward the first week of February that he knew the coronavirus could be spread through the air and that it was more deadly than the flu. But two weeks later, he said at a rally that coronavirus was the Democrats' new 
hoax. Is that acceptable to you? Is that misleading the public? You're talking about the uh, the Woodward book? Yes, the Woodward book. Yeah. Um, all I can do is share with you my point of view, Pamela. Uh, these these gotcha books don't really interest me that much. He's on the record. He's on the They're, record. These these gotcha books don't really interest me that much. Uh, there'll be a new one out tomorrow. But this is different. He he did 18 interviews with Bob Woodward. Mm -hmm. Right. So you he's he's recorded. You hear his voice, and you're seeing that. And you're contrasting that with what he says to the public. Wouldn't that be something mm -hmm. of interest to you as a United States senator? Well, let, let me let me answer you again. These gotcha books don't really interest me. There will be a new one out tomorrow. So the fog of Trump continues on. It's amazing to me where before people could say this is fake news, that's fake news, it's all made up stuff. Here we have something in his actual own words and still the denial is so incredibly strong. It just kind of blows my mind. So as much as people were outraged by what Hillary Clinton said during the 2016 election campaign, it sort of makes me wonder, was she really that far off? In my conversations that I've had with people before the 2016 election, and particularly since that time, leading up to this 2020 election, I don't know if she was that far off. The comments, as I said, that I played you clips from, and I have to once again thank uh, The Daily Show for those, aren't really that different from the conversations that I'd had with people. As I thought about this fog of Trump, and I know I've said it over and over again, how I label it as that, is that I look for some kind of common thread. What do people share that all support him no matter what, no matter what he does, no matter what he says? And I think the common thread that seems to be true is this sense of hatred. And some people will be shocked by me saying that. But I really think if you have a conversation with people that support him and really get to the bottom line, I think that's the biggest piece of it. I hope things change. I hope people will open up and realize that that's not the way we want to continue with ourselves, with our children, with generations to come. So for those that continue to support Trump, even though there have been reports, and I'm sure people that support him will think it's fake news, of him referring to veterans as losers and suckers, to the most recent, where we hear in his own words about how he downplayed this pandemic, that this fog will be truly lifted and you'll be able to see the man behind the fog. Just like I surround my heart I've got a cold, cold feeling Yeah, yeah It's just like I surround my heart <laughs> 
Let ever made a fool of me. 